0: You're listening to the Earn That Body Podcast, episode number 205. Welcome to the Earn That Body Show with Kim Eagle. Kim is an award-winning personal trainer. She trains her clients all over the world online and is passionate about empowering people by getting fit and healthy. How many times have you started a diet on Monday and by Friday you were over it? It happens to so many people. It's not just you. And then the next Monday, you try a new diet because the last one didn't work. You were over it by Friday, and then you quit this one by Friday. Every single week, you start a diet on Monday, and you're quitting by Friday, and you're maybe potentially gaining weight each week instead of losing weight, and you're so tired of the diet cycle. Well, today I want to tell you all of the reasons you keep quitting that diet. And once you hear some of these, I think it's really going to help resonate with you so that you can figure out a better plan. Because who doesn't want to feel better by losing weight that you don't need on your body so that you can live your best life? Right. It is my intention to help as many people as possible lose weight in a healthy, sustainable way so that they can live their best life. Because in my opinion, life is hard enough, but doing it while you're overweight and that makes you less energetic and less confident and less happy, that is not the way to live. To live the best life of your life, right? So we're going to talk about all of that today. And instead of feeling down about your diet or your nutrition or your weight, I want to lift you up. So all of that after this. And now it's time for the Eagle's Eye on Health. These are Kim's quick tips, latest health news, or piece of weekly inspiration. In today's Eagle Eye on Health, coming to you from Idea Fitness Magazine again, also last week, but this was just a quick little snippet titled, Early Fueling Wins the Race. And because I have so many athletes and endurance athletes, and I'm an athlete, endurance athlete myself, I thought, well, this is perfect for everyone to hear. They're saying that endurance athletes who want to go hard for longer should actually start taking their carbohydrates earlier And more often, this sports nutrition tidbit comes from British researchers who published results of a randomized crossover design study in the International Journal of Sports Nutrition and Exercise Metabolism. The study showed that when runners consumed 75 grams of sucrose in smaller increments at frequent intervals, 5 grams every 5 minutes, they were able to run for longer before exhaustion set in than runners who consumed all 75 grams at once after 75 minutes. The early and frequent approach spread more muscle glycogen during the initial phases of activity, or I should say spared more muscle glycogen during the initial phases of activity, leading to performance gains. So start consuming carbs before you think you need them and in smaller frequent intervals. That can really be a game changer for some people. And I will say, if you're an endurance athlete, learning how to fuel yourself in those really long workouts is essential part of your training for the actual race that you might have ahead. So whether you're training for a half marathon, a full marathon, a half Ironman, a full Ironman, really training with the nutrition you will use on race day Is essential so that your body can get used to the carbohydrates that you're gonna take in whether it's a gel like a goo um, some people take different forms of gels in their liquid whatever works for your body is fine as long as you're practicing it ahead of time now one thing I had a coach teach me that did work really well was I used to take a goo packet every four miles and she had me split that up To take half the goo packet at two miles and the next half at the next two miles. So, sort of like what this article is saying, smaller amounts more often was better than just taking it all at once every four miles. And it did feel like that helped me sustain energy throughout. So, different things that I played with before my actual race day. And it's something that you might want to play with as well to see what works best for your body. All right, let's get back to talking about the reason you keep quitting that diet, right? Now, I did a Facebook Live last week on this very topic, and I talked about three reasons you keep failing your diet, or rather I should say three reasons your diet keeps failing you, or maybe it's three reasons you keep failing each other and the thing is i wanted to go into much greater detail on this topic because there are so many more reasons than just the three i gave but in my facebook lives that i do every monday around noon i try to keep them like three to five minutes max it's really just meant for a quick bit of information on a specific topic so what i talked about on that facebook live was sort of the top three reasons you keep quitting. And you know what I'm talking about, right? As I said earlier, you start the diet on Monday with such great intentions, uh, you quit by Friday, For an endless number of reasons just to start another new diet the next Monday and it really is this non-stop cycle that I have in fact gotten many people to stop but first you have to understand a few things about what is leading to this constant start failure start failure start failure and a sabotage process that's going on and on and on. And it really just leads to this overall exhaustion, guilt, sadness. I mean, the amount of negative emotions that come from this diet cycle is really endless as well. So let's sort of figure out what's going on for you. And some of these are going to highly resonate with you. And I think that when you think about them the next time, it's going to stop you from going through it again and again. So... Let's set up the scenario that, again, we know it so well. You wake up Monday, you feel so blah, right? You ate crappy food all weekend. You ate at too many restaurants. You definitely had too many margaritas. You had a lot of sugar over the weekend. And you wake up on Monday and you're just, you feel like crap, but you're excited because you're going to start a diet today. That's what you're, Monday, you know what I'm going to do? I am going to start a diet And you have so many great intentions when you wake up that morning because you're tired of feeling basically like crap right (laughs) so why does this keep happening over and over the number one reason that i see this continue to happen the start the stop the start stop is because the expectations are not set appropriately from day one you tell yourself i'm gonna lose 10 pounds this week Or your diet program that you signed up for tells you that you're going to lose 10 pounds in five days. And maybe by Friday, you're only down two pounds. And therefore, you're like, well, I am not even halfway to that goal. And so you think, forget it. This isn't working. It's Friday. I just want to enjoy my weekend. This diet program's not working for me. And so you throw in the towel at that point. What's going on? You're not setting a reasonable expectation. So of course, by Friday, you're going to feel like you already failed and let down. And it's not really very inspiring for you because you set this huge goal for yourself, 10 pounds in one week. And then on Friday, you've lost two and you feel like that's a failure. But what you don't realize is that one to two pounds of weight loss per week is the max that you should be losing if you're trying to lose weight in a healthy sustainable way so don't give up on friday if you didn't lose 10 pounds yet, because that's not realistic. If you set a proper and reasonable expectation, I think you won't be discouraged on Friday. Maybe you'll actually be inspired because you're like, oh my God, I already lost two pounds and it's only actually been four days since I weighed in last. And that is what inspires you to keep going through the weekend. So the first thing I need to do is set a proper expectation. The next thing I need you to do is remember that water retention will play games with you on the scale. And if you missed our podcast a couple weeks ago, number 203, I did an entire podcast about what water retention is and how it's impacting your weight on the scale. Because unfortunately, water retention is discouraging so many things people from continuing their weight loss journey because they saw the scale go the wrong way simply because they had too much sodium the day before. And so they gained three pounds in a day, which they are just like overwhelmed with. They don't understand. They did everything right. They got their workouts in. they ate pretty healthy and they're up three pounds. What do you think they're going to do on a Friday? If they see that they're going to throw in the towel, and say, well, this isn't working, I may as well enjoy my weekend. (laughs) Are you starting to see that trend? And so water retention, it is very discouraging for people who weigh in and they often will quit because they see the scale go the wrong way. However, if they just hydrated that day and sweated out a bit, the following day they could be down more than three pounds. So don't let water retention interfere with your weight loss goals, but understand what it is and how to recognize it and how to avoid it by checking out podcast number 203. Now, the third reason you keep quitting these diets is because they are way too extreme. You wake up on Monday and you say things like, no carbohydrates this week. I'm not going to eat carbs anymore. You say, no sugar this week. I'm not going to have any sugar in my diet not even fruit you say ridiculous things like no calories this week i am barely gonna eat i'm gonna i'm gonna barely eat a thousand calories this week well if that sounds familiar to you then there's no wonder you quit on friday because there is no way that you can do those things for a long period of time it's not you it's like it's just that it's not you you can't do it like your body needs more than that. You can't sustain it and you know I'm right because you've tried it a million times and it still doesn't work. And you can have all the good intentions in the world on Monday with that crazy extreme goal, right? But to not have an ounce of sugar in the week, even from fruit, well, that's just crazy. Your body needs a certain amount, you need a certain amount of blood sugar, right? Or you sort of crash and burn. when you start doing these fad diets that are not sustainable and not necessary, you constantly are on the diet train. So if you want to go sugar free, at least say, I'm just not going to have sweet treats like the processed sweets, right? I'm not going to have candy and cookies and pie. No, you're going to swap those things for at least having fruit in your diet. There is nothing wrong with having fruit in your diet just for the sake of your blood sugar, you absolutely need it, right? If I don't have some kind of sugar in my diet, like from the fruit that I eat, I get shaky and I hate that feeling. And then I start eating anything because I need to raise my blood sugar as quickly as I can. So Your body will take over and that's often why we grab a candy bar or something like that because your body needs calories and it needs some kind of sugar. But it can be swapped For fruit, it doesn't actually have to be the candy bar. So if you keep going towards these extremes or you're doing these diets where you're starving because it's just not enough calories, yes, we've all tried it. We've all tried to be the person stronger than starvation, but it won't work. Because you can't do it for very long. So if you're starving, then you're on the wrong diet as well. And by Friday, you will throw in the towel because your body is telling you that it needs more calories. So when you are ready to stop being extreme, you will be ready to stop quitting everything on Friday. Now the number four reason, patience. No one likes to be I know patience isn't something that is fun, (laughs) but nothing good in life will come to you immediately. You didn't put the weight on, I'm guessing, in one week, so please don't expect all your weight to come off in one week. If we don't have patience, we will be discouraged really, really fast. Last week on Facebook, I posted a picture of a client's weight loss over several months in a graph, in a chart, and if you looked at it day by day, you would see many times that the weight did not change much, but when you looked over the months, what you saw was a downward line of weight. Slowly, progressively, the weight went from high to low with lots of little bumps in between. You have to be in this for the long haul. Be in it to see your full chart, your full graph. If you can lose a little weight each week and the overall trend continues to be downward, isn't that what matters? I mean, I tell people all the time, you only lost a pound this week and you feel like that's not enough, but where would it put you six months from now if you continued to lose one pound every single week? And you were doing it in this way that was really quite manageable and not extreme where you were kind of living a normal life, right? So think about the chart, the graph and where you want to be six months from now, instead of just focusing on losing weight as fast as you can in one week, because the one week weight loss that's super fast is only done from extreme things that won't last. And you'll put that weight back on within the next couple weeks, if not more. So have patience. The next thing, number five, if you're not continuing your weight loss journey, If you keep quitting every week, your why is not important enough. I ask my clients to write out their why they want to lose weight when they do my program. They have to write it out. They have to send it to me. And you're not allowed to say your why is to lose X amount of pounds. Your why has to be strong enough. It has to be so important to you that the moment you want to give up, I could show you your why and it would revive you, right? But if you're quitting every week, then maybe your why you want to lose weight isn't really that important to you. So for instance, you want to lose a couple pounds, like you literally have two pounds to lose. Like the last two pounds is really hard, quite honestly. And so if your only reason to lose two pounds is to be a certain number on the scale, is you're probably not going to hit it. You might hit it for a second and you'll gain the weight right back a couple days later. It's not really a big why. If your why is like, I need to lose this weight because I no longer can play with my grandchildren because I have no energy. I need to lose this weight because my doctor showed me my blood work and it is really bad. Like my cholesterol is super high. My blood pressure is higher than ever. And they say that my health is at stake. Like that's a why if that isn't going to push you to train and retrain your body with your nutrition so that you can get healthy again, I don't know what is. But you have to have a why. And it has to be important enough that you're not going to quit in five days. So think about your why and maybe write it out. Maybe even write it in an email and send it to yourself so that you can see it every week. The sixth reason that you keep quitting is because whatever plan you're doing, whatever diet you're doing, whatever program you're trying, it is the wrong plan for you. And this often happens when we get FOMO, fear of missing out, because our neighbor or our friend or our sister or whoever is doing a new diet and they call you and they say, Oh my God, I lost all this weight doing this new diet. You have to do it. You have to try it. How many times have you had someone tell you, Oh, you've got to do my diet that I just started? It's amazing. And you're afraid of missing out. You're afraid that all these people are going to lose all this weight and you're going to be the only one left who's overweight. Am I right? Fear of missing out on diets is not necessarily the way to pick your diet plan or your weight loss journey plan, whatever it is for you. What works for someone might not work for someone else. And if your neighbor tells you they lost 20 pounds in one week, I can assure you it's not the plan for you. She will put it all back on, I promise you. Okay? So if you're quitting every week, you still have not found a plan or a program that is right for you, Because when you find one that works for you, you won't be so quick to quit. The seventh reason that you keep quitting. The out of your control factors are so discouraging. But they are out of your control. So what am I talking about here? There are certain things that we cannot control when we're trying to lose weight. Hormone issues. Very hard to control stress, sleep issues, and I've done podcasts on all of these. Check out episode number 55, female hormones, how strong are they? Episode number 43, stress, get out of this stress cycle. And episode number 90, sleep, how to increase sleep for better weight loss. If these three things are in your life, hormone imbalance, a lot of stress, which is everybody has it right now don't feel bad we're all feeling the stress of what's going on in our society right now and both of these things could be contributing then to sleep issues if these things are happening to you just know this those things will impact your weight loss and it doesn't mean that you have to give up being healthy right now with those three three things that are out of your control it might be harder to lose weight but Don't let it hold you back from being healthy. It doesn't mean you have to eat crappy food and drink alcohol because you're pissed off that you can't lose more weight right now. You will still always feel better if you eat a balanced diet, if you're hydrated, if you're moving your body with proper exercise, if you're not beating down your body with too much exercise, right? But don't let the out-of-your-control factors discourage you. From continuing your weight loss journey it might be a plateau that you hit and it might take a few weeks to get out of it but if you're committed to living a healthy lifestyle and a balanced sense of nutrition and workouts if you're committed to that life it doesn't matter if a few weeks are at a plateau because after that the weight will start coming off. or maybe you need to do something to work on the stress the sleep, and maybe you need to see the doctor about the hormone issues until medications get regulated, right? But don't let that hold you back, okay? So honestly, these are the things that generally hold people back from their true potential in terms of weight loss. What you need to do is think long-term. Don't think week to week. You got to think long term. The underlying theme of all of these things we just talked about is that you keep getting discouraged and nobody likes to feel discouraged. When we're discouraged, we lean to quit. But I have to tell you, at what point in your life will you realize that nothing good comes easy? Look, even gardening. I love to garden. It's my latest hobby over the last couple of years, and I love the results, but I'm going to tell you right now, it isn't something that doesn't take work and time, and I love to garden. <laughs> I literally, it's like such a passion of mine, but I don't always get the harvest that I want. Not all of my plants have worked out. Sometimes I walk outside and bugs completely ate everything that I worked so hard hard on. Sometimes my chickens found the elevated garden bed and decided to eat everything I just planted in there. Do you think I didn't want to quit? Do you think I didn't want to cry because (laughs) I just lost everything? The analogy is I put so much effort into my nutrition this week and I didn't lose any weight so I should quit? No just keep going. Same with my gardening. I just replanted. And I fixed some things to keep the chickens out, right? I use these obstacles that I face as the challenges to keep me going. And weight loss is the same. It won't happen overnight, okay? It just won't. My gardening doesn't happen overnight. I grew garlic, you guys. Garlic! It was like the most awesome thing ever. It took six months to grow. I had to have patience. I grew sweet potatoes. Amazing. I took three sweet potatoes from the market and I grew, I can't tell you how many I just harvested last week. It took five months. The analogy being, your weight loss, it's not going to happen overnight. Good things don't happen overnight. You earn them. You make them happen. But I will tell you this. It will happen if you stop being discouraged. If you stop letting those little things hold you back then you will reach your true potential. So set a proper weight loss expectation. Find a weight loss program or coach or trainer or something that is sustainable and not extreme. Practice patience because this is not a race, my friend. It's a journey. A weight loss transformation is a journey. So stop trying to speed it up. Figure out your why, and I don't care if you have to post it on your forehead. Write it down, write your why, and look at it. Look at it daily. Stop having that fear of missing out of what your neighbor's diet is, how that's going, what they're doing. No FOMO. We don't need FOMO diets. Figure out if your hormones are balanced right now. I mean, everyone should be getting their hormones checked, yearly. If you're over 40 years old, I want to make sure you see a doctor yearly and make sure your thyroid and everything is in check. Work on your sleep. Work on your stress. Be okay with water retention. Understand it so it doesn't discourage you. And of all things, I want you to know this. You are not a number on the scale. I don't care what you think. You are not a number on the scale. Losing weight does not make you a good person or a bad person. You're the same person at this weight as you will be when you lose the weight. The difference is if you lose the weight in a healthy way, you're going to feel better. You're going to have more energy. You're going to sleep better. Your skin's going to be more clear. You're going to be able to fight off illness better. And basically if you lose weight, a healthy, sustainable, balanced way, you're going to be able to live your best life ever. And if you don't feel like you are doing that right now, let's get you on track STAT, because life is too short not to feel your best. And that is everything that I can tell you about why you keep quitting that diet or why that diet keeps failing you. But honestly, I know in my heart that everyone has the power to be healthy And if you focus on being healthy one day at a time, the weight will come off. And that is all I have for you today. Take a moment to maybe just sit and think about some of these things. If you are going to start a program on Monday, no matter what program it is, even if you're starting my program, the Earn That Body program, take a moment today to think about which of these things are your big discouragers which things resonate with you, and which things you're willing to push past. All right? Have a wonderful week. Stay healthy. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Wear your mask. And thank you for being an Earn That Body podcast follower. Always here to bring you fitness, nutrition, and health information you can put into play right away. Don't forget to sign up for the holiday challenge before the price goes up again. Go to EarnThatBody.com. Check it out. I would love to have all of you involved in our two-week challenge this year in December. That's it. I will talk to you next week. For more information about Kim Eagle's online programs, go to EarnThatBody.com or check out Earn That Body on all forms of social media, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube.